Welcome to Cooking with the Hazelnuts, show number 24. In this show, you're going to hear things like... Add the broth, add the broth. I heard you used to hang out with Time and Rosemary a lot in the old days, college, <laughs> well, they, they high school give, days. <laughs> they wouldn't give me the time of day. Thank goodness you don't have to pay for this, except for your time. <laughs> Hi there. Do you want to hear us as a podcast? Well, you can. Just use your favorite aggregator and enter these terms, cooking with the hazelnuts. You can use Downcast, Overcast, or Apple's podcatcher called Podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your pets. Well, don't tell your pets. Uh, they don't know how to use a keyboard, do they? So, hey there, everybody. Good to be with you again. And Randy, I thought it would be a great day to do the show, and you told me that you are making some soup. I sure did, and I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big yeah. pot of chicken noodle soup in the pressure cooker. Now, before we just get into it a little bit, I just want to tell you that when I say that, what I'm doing is... Um, I'm putting all the aromatics, and we've talked about this many times. Oh, welcome to show 24, by the way. <laughs> hey, two dozen, and cheaper by the two dozen. Cheaper by the two dozen, <laughs> yes. Well, that's how true. The The aromatics are, are in with chicken broth. I've got two packages of chicken thighs in there. And let me tell you, it's 12 above here right now. So what I'm going to oh, do is take goodness. the, take the um, yep. So I'm going to take the thighs out after the pressure has come down. Uh, the thighs will be in there for half an hour and then about another maybe 15 to have it come down. I'm going to separate the thighs from the broth, skin them, and set the broth outside because it's so cold that the fat content will come up to the top. I'll skin it and then put in the vegetables. And the pressure cooker is only a six quart, so I'm just going to take everything and put it on the stove like uh, vegetables and have that simmer. I'm going to use some celery and onions and whatever I want in my soup. And then uh, put the noodles in after and I'll have a big pot of soup. And I mean huge, like a eight-quart pot. You're going to cook the chicken for about a half hour. Let it come down for 15 minutes. And then you're going to take the chicken out. Mm -hmm. And you're going to take the pressure cooker itself and put it outside. But just the pot. The pot, yeah, with the broth in it. So then you're going to do that on the stove in a larger pot. Yep. And you're going to then add the add the broth. Yes. Um. I but I've got to, I want to skim the the fat off it. It's so cold that right. I I want to skim that fat off because I don't want that fat. But I've got bay leaves and aromatics, like thyme and rosemary and poultry seasoning and all that stuff in there. I heard you used to hang out with Time and Rosemary a lot in your old days, college <laughs> well, they, they high school days. Me, they wouldn't give me the time of day. <laughs> I guess I'm not a big enough R for that, you know. <laughs> Just a quick note here. I do add onions and celery to the broth and then pressure cook. I gotta tell you guys, uh, we're really looking forward to having the soup. Mm, I just, in a cold day yeah. like this, there's nothing better than uh, nice <sighs> wide egg noodles and broth and oh. chicken. And mm. I gotta tell you, for soup, I love thighs because uh, they're so I do flavorful. Too. Do you? The dark meat, yeah, I do. My friend here won't eat any chicken. As much as she liked eating it before, I'm kind of glad because I'm afraid if she did, she'd want it 
all the time, but I do like it some. And thighs, mm-hmm. thighs and legs were always my favorite to work with in yeah. making chicken soup because of the the flavor of the dark meat. Now, do you add any bouillon or any other broth, or just go with the natural broth? I, sometimes I do one thing, sometimes I do another. In this case, yeah. I did some crystal bouillon as well. Okay. Okay. Cool. And, That's great. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I change it up. I do. I change it up. Oh right yeah. Time. And what are you going to have with this soup? Just the noodles and more soup. More soup. <laughs> more soup. Mm. Um, I could have biscuits and stuff, but honestly, I'm trying. Now that I have the noodles, I don't want. I don't want bread or crackers. Yeah, or the anything. extra carbs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, trying to yeah. you know stay fit and everything, and uh, yeah. As long as I'm exercising so much on the tread climber and the bike and stuff, I just want to keep it good. Um, mm-hmm. I sometimes uh, will have a salad with soup, but yeah, not so oh, yeah. much in the winter. I don't always want a salad in the winter time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will have uh, uh, I have some uh, cornbread left oh, from the oh. other night when I made that. That's mm-hmm. a little piece of that is nice, or oh, yeah. or some rice crackers, or oh gosh, everything that you yeah. that we're talking about is just making me just <laughs> really hungry. And as even a piece of yeah. And, Even uh, a piece of quiche is nice with with soup. I've never had that, or a but I bet. Sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you guys, Debbie's sounding different, and that's because she's on a mic just like mine, and uh, she's <laughs> using the Yeti. Yeti. And what do you spaghetti. what do you think of sitting behind that big thing there? Oh man, I'm I'm almost intimidated. That thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's <laughs> that mic. I was telling Jason wanted to know how big it is, and I said, you know, I think it's about as big around as the Echo. Oh, it's big. That's a big yeah. mic. Yeah, it makes it's a granddaddy. You know, it's very nice, and it sits on a big metal stand, and it's just. And just I'm sure nice. I'll have settings adjusted differently for next week if it's not perfect. Um, oh, you just sound really good right now. Oh, good. That's great. Yeah. Also, guys, I'm thrilled to death because over the past few weeks, we have picked up twenty subscribers. That was actually for in November, and I forgot how many more in December. I'm still thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I know it. It's great. Well, we haven't talked about how many we lost, but no. Oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we. I'm <laughs> just being silly. But, yes, it's really wonderful. It's great to have you all, and uh, lots more Good to come, and we appreciate your emails and your voicemails, because we got another email and another voicemail this week. Yes, we did. All you guys that are putting your mistakes in voicemail. Hi, this is Mary. I'm from New York City. I wanted to tell you about a mistake I made in cooking. I'm a beginner cook, and I put the sliced bread that comes in the plastic bag, I'd put that in the microwave just to keep it from you know, keep the animals from getting it. And I put something else in there to heat up without realizing it was still in there. And I smelt this smoke, and I was wondering, what the heck is in there? And it turned out I had heated the bread with the plastic bag in it, and it was no longer fit to eat, but it did make the smoke alarm go off. But I'll just have to wait and see what funny mistakes I make in the future. I hope you continue your shows. Good job. I just want to say thanks for doing that because uh, it helps others, and uh, this is not to, as I say, and I've said this many times, it's not to make fun of you guys, but it's to show how... uh, Everybody makes mistakes, and I I have done these things before, too, so you're not alone. Isn't it great to be rewarded for making mistakes? 
mistakes. We want to hear them we like, hear you know, mistakes, instead yeah. of re- being rewarded for being, you know, perfect and being good, we're giving you praise yeah. for <laughs> letting us know what your mistakes are. <laughs> okay, well, when it, when it comes down to it, we, we're laughing. Off the show, we're laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> And when we're polite on the show, we aren't. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks again, guys. Thanks. Bye. What is cooking? We are happy to hear from you. And we have a new phone number, 206-736-9301. Email hazelnuts at acbradio.org and find us on Twitter at acbhazelnuts. Thanks for subscribing and tell others. And uh, this is great having you all aboard. And thanks for the nice comments and everything that you're leaving. And uh, we do appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for the suggestions. Thanks for the for the requests. And, uh, you know, bring it on. Give us more. Give us uh, more ideas. If you like to cook and you want to make a demo, we'd like to hear that as well. And yes, we, we actually do have some people that are making demos all of a sudden there's this one new gadget out there that is just really taking a hold of of a lot of interest yeah and that was my second point uh, that i was going to make how neat this is i was is. looking at your notes <laughs> peeking <laughs> over my shoulder again huh and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the instapot and you know i've heard people calling it instant pot and ins it's but you told me it's insty well, maybe it's instant, but I, I thought it was insty. But that shows you that I I don't know the exact name. I don't think it's instant. Okay, I didn't I th- I think, think it was, but that's what a couple people were saying. No, I think it's insty, but, you know, you guys okay. can correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, I, I won't listen to you anyway. But <laughs> I think it, I could, I've seen it on Amazon, and I just that's what my brain tells me. It's insty, and I could look it up and I th- Well, that's what I got from you, and I have not gone and looked it up yet, but I've – in one week, I know of a couple of people who have bought them. And I know of somebody, and we're all going to get together, I think, and talk about it. We will uh, do some demos. I think everybody is really wanting to see this wonderful thing. And what it is, is a combination. Uh, somebody had emailed in and said it was sort of a pressure cooker. And it is a pressure cooker. <laughs> but it's much, much more. It's a rice cooker, uh, and it's Bluetooth. It works in conjunction with your iDevice, and you can control the whole device through your tablet slash iPhone, smartphone, iPad. Uh, I think it's really cool. They're hoping to have an Android version out soon. I guess they've had other products in the past. I don't really know what the company is. Do you know? Well, apparently you weren't looking over my notes that well because I don't have anything written for that. No, I don't remember the name of the company. <laughs> but you can uh, actually, you know, if you if you want to look it up, and if you don't, uh, if you're not at a computer, uh, just wait for the show, and we'll tell you all that information, give you a, a link to where you can look at it uh, if you if, are unable to search for it. If somebody doesn't have a smartphone. And they still want the device. Would it make any sense for someone to have it? Well, the way it usually works is uh, usually what would people would do is pay us plane fare to come over and you know run it for you, <laughs> and have us for supper. <laughs> I mean, are there buttons accessible without an iPhone? I know what you meant. Yeah, there is. Uh, okay. And, and you just, yeah, I knew. 
you just punch it in <laughs> and you can you can certainly operate it from there but it's got all kinds of neat sounds it lets you know everything when the cover is screwed down tight when it's uh, unscrewed uh pressure no pressure oh it's just cool and but it holds what is it five quarts or something there's one five quart and one six hmm i wonder what people are getting well, if they've done the research and if they want more, hopefully they will find the sixth cooker. There's also a second and third generation out there. Hopefully people are getting the third generation because there is more interaction and accessibility with the third generation. Yeah, I've been hearing 179 as a price. Mm-hmm. And everyone I know who's gotten it has has been paying one seventy nine. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to hear about this. If there were an eight quart machine out there, I might pop for it. I just do too much pressure cooker cooking for a five quart. I may and, go for it. Mm-hmm. I may. Okay. Because I like the idea of it being that accessible. Oh, I know. I I think it sounds great. And uh, that's what's going to end up happening is we're going to have all these people together, and I'll be the only one going, oh, okay, well, how do you guys like yours? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hold on for that. It's uh, going to be a good show when it comes out. Oh, even Larry from I know it. Is Larry's one. gotten, he's ordered one. I know it. I was really happy. And Dev Lewis, and uh, I don't know who else, but I mean, it's, it's amazing how many people got the big boss. You know, I have that. Jason has that. Uh, Marlena got that. I don't think she's used it yet, or maybe once. Uh, so it, it all starts with my <laughs> with my fingers <laughs> texting to people and going, "Hey, man, have you seen this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Larry was doing some research on his own. I didn't even know, and he started looking up things and and went between the big boss and the Instapot and decided to go with the latter. But he's he's really looking forward to it. Yeah, Larry does like to cook. And he, I know when it gets warmer, he will do that grill demonstration that, that you two have talked about. I uh, have to say I'm pretty excited about something coming up, and it's your demonstration. Yeah, this week I actually did a stir fry, and I thought I was going to do my – favorite stir fry with the basic stir fry sauce recipe that I've not made on this show yet. Uh, But instead, I decided to go with a sweet and sour sauce. And it's in the same file of sauces. I believe it's out there on the internet as I think it's 15 stir fry sauces in one file. And uh, so I went with the, the third sweet and sour listed in the file. And I made sweet and sour pork and shrimp with vegetables and um, had some uh, basmati rice in the rice cooker. Uh, get and- out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I love basmati rice. Oh, oh. Well, and I used the Wolfgang Puck rice cooker, which is really cool. And I didn't say much about it uh, in the demo, but basically when you put – the rice and water, I did say it's even, Stephen. It's equal amounts of both. I did add a little bit of extra virgin olive oil and uh, Himalayan salt. And then put the top on, push the button, and just checked it every now and then. Latch, there's a couple little latches on it. Check the, um, there's a little stainless steel bowl that all this goes into. 
and it's very it's small i mean you could take that rice cooker on a trip if you wanted you can make a lot of other things in it it's really really sweet and about 20 minutes later i just checked and i could tell that the button had popped back up and then it was done and there's no, no excess water it's just you know ready to use ready to eat what else can you cook in these devices these rice cookers you can make mac and cheese uh they even i jason went researching because i got him one uh for some i guess it was for his birthday he said he saw on youtube where you could even make a little quiche in it you can cook a lot of stuff it's almost like a little mini pressure cooker of sorts Mm -hmm. so now in case you're wondering who jason is he's my co-host on Main Menu, so we're all a close-knit family. That's right. Yeah, so that's that's who he is. He made Main Menu can be heard Friday nights at nine <laughs> Eastern. Yeah, we're at much, nine Eastern. We're much better, and it is a podcast. We're much better on the air than we are in person. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, we're we're better with our devices than we are with our time zones. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's for sure. I've got a. I'm working with doing something on main menu with a individual in the Netherlands, and oh my God, trying to get time zones straightened out. Uh, I've always had problems with time oh, zones. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, so you'll want to check out main menu for sure, and check out Debbie's show. She's all. Oh, she's Debbie's all over. Oh, I got a couple of <laughs> other shows on interactive, um, but yeah, I have a client that's over in. Uh, oh. In, around the in the philippines and wow 14 hour time difference when we get when we try to get together it's it's crazy to juggle times of day and all that (laughs) yeah i have a couple of friends in australia that i communicate with and when we try to get together and say um you want do you want to do a cast or a demo with me um here's i get three words and that's leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> they can't figure out the time zones either. <laughs> well, they're a day. Are they a day ahead of us or something? Uh, I think it's like nineteen hours or oh man, some strange thing. But uh, yeah, I know I could ask. You know who the echo on the on the desk behind me? I, I don't want to say her name because she will activate. And um, I can ask. I could ask her what the temperature uh, or the uh, time zone rather is in. And let's say Perth well, let's see. It's what is it? Uh, almost twenty-five after two central. Mm-hmm. Alexa, what time is it in Australia? There are four time zones in Australia. The time <laughs> ranges between three twenty-two a.m. and seven twenty-two a.m. And the time in the capital, Canberra, is seven twenty-two a.m. I didn't no. know yours was going to happen. Now, let me explain what happened, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, uh, see that there's a, there's an email that we got and they said that, that they just loved our humor. And this is part of it. Um, <laughs> Good, I'm glad. What happened was that she asked Alexa. <laughs> and I have to be careful because she will activate. And this is an Amazon Echo. And, echo, echo. <laughs> and when she asked the question, her mic is so crystal clear and pristine, <laughs> her new Yeti microphone, that she heard her ask. Hers did not activate, but mine did. And uh, it was able to answer her question. <laughs> and I know you heard it because you heard it through my yeah. microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 
yours came out really clear. Mine's farther away. But I could tell they were both answering. Oh, did yours answer too? I didn't hear yours. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one night I was talking with Marlena on on FaceTime, and she was telling me about how she had gotten this this new friend. (laughs) And uh, so I said, yeah, you know, you can ask her to tell jokes. And so I said, I said, Alexa, tell me a joke. And hers answered. Oh, yes. (laughs) Really a neat product. I know this is not a tech show. This is a cooking show. But... Oh, I just want to mention really quickly, when we do the uh, almost sort of a pressure cooker Instapot demonstration, <laughs> we're, uh, we're going to maybe not cross-podcast it, but we're going to talk about it on main menu because it is yeah. tech-oriented. So. Sure, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. You know, and maybe there are some other apps that would be good to build into that in mm-hmm. some way or include, um, you know, there are so many apps that do more for us. Mm-hmm. Now, just so we don't repeat, when you did your stir-fry demonstration, uh, did you tell them whether you were, you were using a wok or a pan? I was using a large skillet, and I did tell them <laughs> that. Tell them, I didn't okay. talk about woks, per se. All right. So let's, let's walk the walk on woks. Let's walk, don't run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, a wok is just a, well, it's a big, round, sort of an upside-down uh, dome a uh, pot with a small uh, bottom and then very large, deep sides is the best way I can mm-hmm. they slope. describe it. Yes, they do. And the reason they do is, did you go? Did you go into the uh, how one stir fries a little bit? Or I talked mostly about when I put things in, okay. in order of when I wanted them done, but. A walk is good for that, too. And um, I also talked about the need to keep the food moving and uh, to try to get uh, the sauce to cover everything and to make sure that the food doesn't stick and that it gets evenly done. And but, you know, sure, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm here to tell you guys that whether you are blind or sighted, Using a or making stir fry rather is darn involved. It's it's not tough, but um, my advice is to try to have everything ready, all your vegetables and your meats and sauces, if you can, all ready because you just don't want to be like going to the fridge and going, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if this <laughs> should be cut up or I wonder if that should be cut up later. But try to have everything ready because things can go awry if you're uh, not prepared. Wow. Yeah, my meat was still frozen. Uh, I was working with that, which, you know, sometimes I like it partially frozen, which I talked about, but this was pork chops. And then I found out as I was thawing them that they had bones in them. And I don't like defrosting in the microwave. So uh, Uh my friend does does, but I don't like it. And it was there wasn't time to defrost in water. So I started cooking it and flipping it around and eventually got it. Um, you know, got the the pork chops to separate. And then then I found out, oh, they really do have bones in them. I kind of thought maybe they did. And, you know, but I just I just worked with it. But, you know, I was making the sauce while all of that was happening and the vegetables were frozen. But I did add (laughs) onion and um, green pepper. And I like I was using frozen vegetables on purpose. And I just 
put them in and let the water cook out of them mm-hmm. before oh, I I've added done the that. sauce. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I've done that with, they have great vegetables out now, you guys. They have like California <laughs> blends and uh, mm-hmm. um, Asian blends and just all kinds of different uh, bagged in plastic bags. Um, and there's going to be a little moisture. And I'm sure you explained this, um, but uh, I've used the same types of vegetables and they're absolutely wonderful and there's there's no more myths out there anymore the frozen vegetables are really almost as good as fresh vegetables now because they sometimes some people think they're even better because mm-hmm. they're flash frozen right away yep but the one thing that i did learn years ago that i didn't say is that when you want to add a sauce if you don't want your sauce to become watered down cook the vegetables for a few minutes so that they're thawed yes. before you add the sauce. Yep, and you'll get some great results. And I actually waited to add the shrimp uh, just before the sauce, mm-hmm. and also I added some bell pepper strips yep. near the end because I wanted them to be a little bit crispy, and the pineapple chunks I added last because I wanted them to not get mushy but to still get warmed by the rest of the dish. I'm hungry. <laughs> Every time we do this show, I get really ravenous. Now, Me I, too. Just, I, I, had, you know, for this morning, I had a, a, a my smoothie. I had an apple pear smoothie mm. with protein and oats, and uh, I think that's probably about it. Wow. And you know, once I. I was okay until now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I have to say this dish came out so wonderfully that I was, I was sitting there eating it and thinking, gosh, you know, this tastes just as good as any place I could go and get Chinese. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was really impressed. I was thinking, man, I don't ever need to get this dish anywhere else again. This is really, really good. And I mean, the shrimp were just perfect and everything. It was just, it really came out great. Now, having said that, I used to feel that way about a pizza called Jack's. I thought I'll never have to go for another pizza again. I will pick up a Jack's pizza from a a store and, and I'll be fine. Well, you know, you can think like that and then all of a sudden they go and change the formula on you and the pizzas aren't. Or whatever your special dish is not as good. So yeah. as long as you're cooking and you you know you you're really thinking that your recipes are uh, that good and they are that good, then you know you think what's the point on going out? Well, social interaction is always good for going out, but sometimes, <laughs> unfortunately, you know you can cook so well that you don't feel like you get your money's worth when you go out sometimes, and that's that's true. That's my issue. But um, sometimes it's nice to just eat kind of quickly and mm-hmm. not have to do all the work because it definitely oh, yeah. does take a lot of time and it is a lot of work. Yep. There and are so, you know, it's kind of a toss-up. Yeah. Yep. But we had leftovers last night, and I have to say, at one point yesterday, I was like, I want to see, you know, how much is there and how does how is this? And I went and I had a couple little bites, you know, I was like, wow, I can't wait for dinner. <laughs> and it was great. Now, did you add a little hot spice to it, or did you just no, leave it? No, but there is one of the sweet and sour sauce recipes in there that calls for uh, uh, crushed red pepper, oh. and you might like that. Oh, guys, she's really 
talking some good stuff here. So um, we will throw that demonstration for you in. How about now? <laughs> How about, yeah, okay. I thought I was going to make my stir fry that is with a basic stir fry sauce, but I'm not <laughs> because something else caught my eye. I have this file that I found on the internet. I think it is 15 stir fry sauces. Years ago, I bought a stir fry sauce that I loved. It was so good. I think it was at Sam's and it was just a wonderful blend. It had a lot of real good ginger flavor. It was wonderful. And uh, they stopped carrying it. <laughs> and so then they had all these others and I tried various ones trying to get the right one and none of them were the same. So finally, it took me a while to figure it out, but finally I said, I need to make my own. This is a stir-fry sauce, sweet and sour stir-fry sauce, and this is the third one in the file. It says it's great with chicken, pork, beef, and shrimp, and I am using pork and shrimp. So it is one and a half cups of white sugar, one-fourth cup of brown sugar, one-third cup of white vinegar. I don't know why white vinegar. One-half cup of water, one-fourth cup of pineapple juice, or if you don't want to use pineapple juice, you can use another one-fourth cup of water. One-fourth cup of soy sauce, a fourth of a cup of ketchup, two tablespoons of cornstarch, and I actually end up using I have some gluten-free flour that I need to use up because it's just I don't want it to expire. But I like it a little bit thicker than some because I like for it to, good, I think this is the ketchup. I like for it to adhere to the food. Yep, that tastes like ketchup to me, boy. <laughs> All right. So, yep, and I got some stir-fry veggies, and I've got this pork. What I tend to like to do when I'm making stir-fry is I like to cut my meat when it is partially thawed so that it's not so hard to get a hold of and not so hard to handle. But I'm checking... And I think these are still way too frozen. They're actually still frozen together. And I'm gonna just start cooking it because I'm gonna have to cook it anyway. So I may as well just, these skillets are hanging up. I love cookware hanging up. And uh, hmm, that's an iron skillet left out. And I need to put it away. Anyway, so I'm going to throw a little bit of extra virgin olive oil in here in this skillet. And this is going to make a lot of noise because the meat is moist and I know that it will make more noise. But I'm just going to start cooking it and then as I get it to a certain point, I'll probably take it and start cutting it up. I'm wondering if these have... These might have bones in them, actually. That's all right. I'll be taking it off of that. These are from a local organic butcher, and they're smoked. 
So that is going to taste really good with the sweet and sour sauce. I sometimes use fresh stir-fry veggies, whether it's a collection or whether it is some that I just put together. These I'm going to use are frozen and I do augment. I'll be adding some onion and of course some garlic, some slices of bell pepper and uh, some pineapple, fresh pineapple chunks. And I'm going to make some basmati rice, which I need to soak a little bit. Let's see where this rice is. Usually it is a large bag of basmati from Sam's. And I mean, I've always wondered if these, these huge, huge bags that have, whoa, that was the roasting pan. Um, I've always wondered if these large bags would make good, interesting purses. Not really fashionable, but fun, fun large bags. Now things are heating up. And I have a Wolfgang Puck rice cooker that I will be using. And it's really kind of neat because you can do one and one. You can do a cup of rice and a cup of water or you can do one and a half but it's meant to be equal. Oh, that's smelling good already. Just flipping it over. The thing is I want to just get it started with take this other skillet away. Now I am opening this rice. I'm lay down so that it doesn't get too done. I need one half cup of white sugar and one fourth cup of brown sugar. Okay, can do. I'm going to take this meat out and see if it's, if I can cut it. I think I can. Three pork chops. Disengaged from each other. Now I still need to cook them. I still think I will, I need to cut them up. So I think I'm going to go ahead and. So I continued to cook them on the undersides and then got them to a place where I could cut them up. And I went on to making the sauce. So I have my sugars, a third of a cup of white vinegar and a half a cup of water. Okay. Okay. And I don't know why they call for white vinegar. That's interesting. I'll see if the big R knows. And this is the half cup again that has some sugar in it. And that was for the water. And I think I need a quarter of a cup of pineapple juice. Oh, this is going to be so good. 
good. Mm. Yep, that is going to be really, really good. I am going to add in a moment some ketchup. That's pretty easy. Ketchup and soy sauce. I bet it is. Yep. All right. That was the soy sauce. Fourth of a cup of each of these. So this is the fourth. And then I need some flour. Now I'm mixing up this sauce. Just little circles, nothing big, no big mixing all over the place, but little circles around and around on the bottom. Sugar hasn't all dissolved. Mmm. Oh, I just tasted that sauce. Mmm. Oh my god. <laughs> So I made sure that the pork was fully cooked and didn't get all of those bones removed until it was fully done, which is kind of crazy, but it still worked and oh man, tasted good. So I made sure that was fully cooked and then added the vegetables and, oh, and the onions. Actually added the onions after the meat, before the frozen vegetables, so that the onions were gonna be cooked a little bit longer, but not as long as the meat. And then the frozen vegetables, and then after they had cooked a little bit, added the shrimp and the bell pepper, because I wanted the bell pepper to be a little bit crisp. I am putting in the shrimp now, I put in the vegetables. And wow, is that ever going to be wonderful. Mm. And I'm going to put in the bell peppers and I put in the uh, I put in the sauce. I will put it in last. Going over here to check on the rice cooker and the button has not popped back up and it is definitely hot and latched and I did add a little bit of extra virgin olive oil and some Himalayan salt. And even though I walked away for a second to check that rice cooker, it's very important with stir fry to keep moving the food around from the outside to the center and turning things as much as you can and just very carefully moving it so that all of the ingredients are getting done and at the same time so that nothing is sticking. Okay, so I'm stirring up the sauce a little bit more, making sure nothing's stuck to the sides of the bowl and I'm bringing it over here. And I am going to just pour this into this pan all of it and okay so what I want to do is I want to open this pineapple and I want to add it 
and I'm going to pour. I'm going to add all of it because it's just too good not to. And I continued stirring, making sure that the sauce was coating everything and turning it down so that nothing was getting overly done. And after a few minutes, I turned it off, made sure the rice was done, and then we ate. I have a surprise for you, by the way, uh, Debbie. Oh, really? Yes, I do. Uh-oh. Have you checked your Dropbox folder lately? No. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I have something hmm. called... I don't remember there's a Mexican name for it, but I don't remember what it is. But what it is actually in English is called coconut bark. Mm. Yum. For those of you who don't know what coconut bark is, the way that people have been describing it on the net is just like eating haystacks. I don't know if you've ever eaten chocolate coconut haystacks or not. No. Oh, well, it's so simple. It's two ingredients, and it's five and a half cups of coconut and a half a cup of sweetened condensed milk. Okay, I thought maybe. That's all there is to it. Huh. And you uh, basically put it into a pan, um, 350-degree oven for around 20 minutes till the, till everything is toasted. Mm-hmm. And then you let it cool, and away you go. Now, the neat thing about this recipe is is that you can put whatever you want into it, like uh, semi-sweet chocolate chips. Mm, yeah, it sounds like you could. Yeah. Butter and... Um, then you just let it cool and cut it into squares and you're good to go. I just I um, can't wait to try it. Okay. I've sent that recipe to Jason and uh, Jason um, <laughs> Jason and I are always talking about recipes and we're always talking about various things that we're cooking in our pressure cooker. He made a beautiful pork roast in it. He did. And um, whenever he, he and I have something new, before we start in, we usually go, heh, heh, heh. No. Oh, that sounds like Jason, yep. And then we know something's <laughs> coming. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. I know, he's so, I, I love it because he's cooking a lot more on his, you know, just, he's always liked cooking, but he's cooking even more on his own and, and taking the initiative. And he likes some of the gluten-free things uh, that I've made on here, the cookies, and mm-hmm. he's made some of the other things. And, uh, yeah, that's great. I know... Um, was it New Year's? A couple of days before New Year's, I made vegetable beef soup in the pressure cooker. Oh, and oh, oh really? man. How did that turn that, out? It was great. Oh, it was yeah. really, really good. Mm-hmm. I we we continued to play around with seasoning it in different ways afterwards. Uh, just playing with it, but it oh, it came out really good. Now a f- friend of mine, his name is Dave Dominic, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I mentioned his name. He listened to the show. And he was asking me about uh, pressure cookers, and he wants to know which ones to buy, and he's got a certain price range in mind. And no matter what kind of a pressure cooker you get these days, electric we're talking about, uh, you just mm-hmm. can't go wrong. i got to tell you, because 
anything that you cook in there, well, I shouldn't say anything. I should retract that statement. But <laughs> the things that you like, you'll really like even better in a pressure cooker. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's great how the flavor just gets so infused in it. I don't know how it actually works. I know Jason said that um, Ron was very impressed when he looked in it and saw that nothing had moved. Well, I mean, you hear it bubbling, but I don't think things move around in it. But somehow that pressure building just infuses everything with wonderful that's all the flavors a, yep that's the exact word infuse and what it does it there's so much pressure it will uh, actually open up the tissues of either the vegetables or the uh, meats and uh, just literally force that flavor right in there mm. so uh yeah that's that's really good so i'm glad um i'm glad that everybody that's gotten the cookers uh, are happy with them I have not heard. I know that um, a one friend of ours got the Phillips air fryer for Christmas. Have you heard anything about what they made and how it's working out for them? Our friend Doug has made only one thing that I know about. I'm sure he probably will tweet me about it, but uh, a spicy chicken puff from Vietnam. Apparently these people mm. that he knows makes them mm -hmm. and he's put the chicken puffs in the air fryer and he said they're just absolutely delicious i think that oh. was one of the first things that he tried they turn out crispy and oh. wonderful now speaking of the air fryer <laughs> i guess who's going to get the phillips air fryer real soon oh <laughs> <I don't. laughs> oh is he gonna get it <laughs> well i know he's been wanting it yeah and i can talk about this on the show because uh, um he uh is thinking of using one of his amazon coupons for one instead mm -hmm. of waiting to go until it gets on sale yeah. So I think I I think I'm uh, thinking that he will get one and he will be yeah. so impressed with it. Oh, he's wanted it and he oh he'll love it. I wish it could hold more. You know, I wish it was larger because it looks like it would be large enough. But if you really want crispness, mm -hmm. it's better not to let it get, you know, too, too full. full. Oh yeah. Same with pressure cookers though. You can't overly fill them either. <laughs> well, you can, but they won't build pressure like, uh -huh. like they should. And yeah. uh, you should only fill them two-thirds full. Um, mm -hmm. I have to tell you guys, before I forget, I want to just mention this because this is something I just heard about today that I really want to try and I have not tried. And that is mashed potato waffle cakes. And what? yeah, and I've never heard of this until today. And what you mm. do is you take leftover mashed potatoes and you put shredded cheese. I love uh, shredded cheese. Uh, if I'm going to do a shredded cheese, we're talking about shredded cheese. So I like extra sharp cheese. Oh, me too. So we'll do it. We'll do a let's let's do a today. Let's do a oh a, a sharp cheddar just for. Okay. sake of the recipe and you just hand mix and what i mean by that is take some handfuls of cheese put them in your leftover mashed potatoes with your hands this is a fun part because you know yeah we work with our hands that's right mix it all into the mashed potatoes mix it thoroughly and then shape them into shapes that will fit into a waffle iron and waffle them mm. uh, and they will turn out puffy and crisp Oh, man. Oh, doesn't that sound great? <laughs> it really does. Okay, you got me back. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> now, they will not stick because of the oils in the cheese. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to tell you this because it's something that I just heard about just hours ago. And uh, oh, yum. remember, if you guys have waffle irons, I don't have to stress this. Be careful. <laughs> Very hot. Mm-hmm. So, well, if you made extra of those and you wanted to heat them up, you could heat them up in your air fryer. Oh, please. <laughs> that sounds so good. Oh. oh, does that sound good? I know. <laughs> and I was just mentioning, you know, I wonder what they, what they would be good with. And I thought, you know, they could be made as a side dish with like hamburgers or pork chops or sure. vegetables or whatever it is you want to cook and I thought the heck with that man I'd just have them as snacks that's right and they'd be good with your soup oh they would yeah oh, doesn't that sound good so I'm glad that I could bring this to you before I forgot about it and I figure it was important enough for me to mention it so there you go mm-hmm. mashed potato <laughs> I'm thinking Thank I would puffs. want maybe some egg salad and uh, would- you mean along with those you mean yeah, yeah, a little egg salad on the side would be really good with that, I bet. Another thing I heard about is uh, a bread that you can use that is supposed to be really good for you. And, and, you know, remember, I can't tout this because, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I just heard about something called sprouted wheat bread. I'm trying to remember. I just remember that it, it seems very flavorful. Uh-huh. It's hearty, you know, it's it's got uh, sort of... That grainy kind of, I mean, that multi-grain kind of sense, but mm-hmm. it's its very flavorful. It's dense. It's really good, though. Then it I haven't had it in a long time. It and myself would get along pretty well, then. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, we're really happy to have brought you this show because there has been stuff that has just come up in the last you know, a few hours that we're talking about. And we're hoping that you're uh, getting a lot out of the show, enjoying it. Now it's time for sound bite. 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 (laughs) (laughs) When you are stir frying or when you're cooking and you're using oil, uh, if you're particularly if your food is moist or frozen, it will splatter when you put the the food into the oil. So you want to keep your flame low. And you want to ease your food into it. And if once it starts to splatter a little bit, you might want to just kind of back away. I sometimes back off and I have my arm extended and I'm stirring at the same time so that I can make sure that everything is getting uh, coated. And eventually, after a couple minutes, it does calm down. But uh, keep your flame low and, uh, you know, just go easy on it because especially the more oil you use the more it will tend to do that i have gotten my arm splattered a little bit sometimes and although it's not going to hurt you that much the little beads of oil that sometimes do a little splattering hurt (laughs) oh yeah i was browning meat for the uh pressure cooker the other day and for the soup and man i mean that was making all kinds of noise Mm -hmm. it really was just remember, but, noise doesn't hurt. It's no. It's how you react with browning methods. Uh, you just keep your arms out of the way. This kind of can go along with splattering. You'll know when to turn your meats over while browning because they will actually release when it's time to turn them. You'll get your spatula or your 
your whatever turning implement under your meats and if they're not ready to be turned over you really can't well you can turn them over but they will sort of be more sticking to the pot that you're cooking them in when they're ready to release they will turn over a lot easier so you'll get the hang of that and the sound won't be as strong as they're ready to you Mm -hmm. know it'll subside some and uh you know, I've gotten to where I can often tell when it's time to flip a burger or something by the sound and by the smell. What a great sound bite. That's that's really a neat Okay, good. Bite. Yeah. People have been asking for for a long time is talking about different methods of popcorn. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm thinking that's great, too, because uh, a lot of people are going to be getting ready for Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, yeah, more snacks, okay. you know, more more fun foods mm-hmm. for for that kind of thing. And popcorn definitely fits. Oh, and I love popcorn so much. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into snacks and popcorn and all that kind of neat things next sure. week. All right. And I'll even demo a bowl of popcorn being made. Wonderful. All right. Yay. All right. Well, enjoy that soup. Oh, I can just smell those aromatics and things. I'm really impressed. Go ahead. Yeah, you you did say rosemary, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I love rosemary and chicken soup. Mm -hmm. Mm. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B Hazelnuts. H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Just tweet us. We're excited to do next week's show for you because we like popcorn. We like snacks. I forgot to insert a proper goodbye. But I found one. Goodbye. I think I hit the wrong button. Going over here to check on the rice cooker, and the button has not popped back up, and it is definitely hot and latched. And I did add a little bit of extra virgin olive oil and some Himalayan salt. Now it's hot.